Talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wider. Howdy, everybody, and happy Tuesday, and welcome to Fight Club. <laughs> Let's Happy, Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Fight Club for Business, the show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, systems, and culture. We're a team of self-employed industry experts, and we get to be joined this week by Tyler Starkey. Thank you so much for joining us, Tyler. Um, thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We're super stoked to talk to you. So um, do you mind just giving our listeners a brief rundown of yourself and your business? Yeah, absolutely. So we're located in Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma area. We do all of it. It's a traditional exterior cleaning model. We do houses, roofs, roofs, gutters, windows, you know, the, the outside, outside stuff. Um, but, but, the, but the, so that's when we're also founders of founders of Washington with the Purple. It's, it's a nonprofit, nonprofit on helping people going through like active cancer treatments. Um, and it wasn't my idea originally. It kind of just happened organically, which is really fun. But uh, it's kind of balanced the two out, and uh, we take care of as many people in Tulsa as we can. Awesome. So it broke up a little bit. So um, do you mind just repeating the last part about cancer? I, I heard the brief uh, brief piece of it, and I just want to make sure our listeners hear the whole piece. Yeah, absolutely. It's washing with a purpose as part of our, um, so we have a for-profit side of our, our, our business and the nonprofit. So anybody going through active cancer treatments um, of any kind with a STEM or their you know, significant other, their children, we go care of whatever they need. So, so most like right now we're doing gutter and gutters. That's a big guess for, you know, that, that, side of what we do uh, but it could be houses houses we've done dry windows um so that's a, awesome. a quick a quick of what we do oh that's so cool okay so that's that's gonna be really fun to talk about i don't know which one of us is gonna steal that <laughs> um but i really like that uh so i am super excited to have you on tyler thank you so much uh, for those just now joining us or as new listeners to the show or returning listeners my name is taylor maroney i co-own a power washing company in south florida with my husband and my background is in marketing. That's really where my passion lies, um, specifically areas of helping business owners kind of understand the numbers behind it, as well as the social world of marketing. So super excited to have you on with us today, Tyler, and welcome back to Fight Club, everyone. Thank you. My name is Megan Likes. I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. I educate and empower small businesses to know businesses and business owners, both of them, I guess, to know their numbers so they can live more financially rewarding lives. I also own a full service accounting firm called Likes Accounting Company and a window cleaning gutter cleaning company with my husband, Jeff. And uh, I met Tyler through Bookkeeping Academy, I think, mm -hmm. actually. So, so yep. happy. And then we became spreadsheet nerds together uh, <laughs> at all of these conferences. Every one, uh, of, every one of them. Every one of the spreadsheets. Uh, but I'm super happy to have you on the show and looking forward to chatting with you more. And good morning, Tyler. I'm Michelle Myers, co-owner of Pink Collars, and we put remote CSRs, office managers, or dispatchers in your company. And I am a fellow nonprofit uh, nerd as well, and I uh, am running a large parade on Saturday. 15,000 people are going to show up to wow. our town of 600, and I'm kind of freaking out just a tiny bit, but we're really excited. All the things are happening. I'm like a little duck underwater today, but I am so excited to hear your story and want to hear about how your nonprofit helps your business grow. So thrilled to meet you and thanks for joining us today on Fight Club. Thank you. And I'm Martha Woodward, fellow Tulsan. And uh, <laughs> I, I was born and grew up in Tulsa and um, used to have a maid service in that area for 13 years. Wow. Wow. Um, and the maid service side has something called cleaning for a reason. Mm -hmm. So, that definitely resonated with me. Um, Debbie Sardone started that. So uh, anyway, and then I'm co-founder of Quality Driven Software, where we help retain clients and show employee performance status. So welcome to Fight Club. That was long. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, I get to steal you first, Tyler. Um, okay. I kind of feel like I'm going to be like Megan. I'm going to give you a couple options today. Oh, um, this never happens. So, <laughs> um, but I, 
I don't, I know, I have a feeling we're going to talk a lot about the nonprofit because that's something that's sure. really amazing and awesome to see that you're doing for your community. Um, so that's going to be option one is kind of talking about how you really started to market this idea and bring it to life because a lot of business owners do want to give back, but they don't really know how to get that into their marketing and share that with their clients. So that's kind of mm -hmm. option one. Um, option two is really going to be about kind of your social media. I'm, I was browsing through it over the weekend and you're so personable on your social media and it you can really hear the voice of you and the voice of your company through that platform. So I know business owners struggle with that as well. And that's something that people don't necessarily have the confidence sometimes to do, but you do a really fantastic job of it. So those are kind of my two options for you. Um, we really only have time for one. So which kind of is making your heart sing a little bit more? We're going to talk about number one. Number one, we're going to touch the second one. I have this, I have this thing whenever we're at a client's house and they have a horse or donkey. I take a picture with it and post it. It's like the best thing because I work with a bunch of realtors and they love, you know, caffeine, wine, and animals. So it's like, if you can get one of those in your pictures, they're going to they're gonna share it in like the words. But yeah, if there's an, an animal selfie, post it. <laughs> You've seen all the pictures. Of pictures I have. Yes. <clears throat> and and I have, I'll have to share it in our group because the the selfies are fantastic. There was like one from, I think, like last week that you posted <laughs> that had like six dogs in it. So oh, like, yeah. Like you awesome. plus one dog plus like six more. But that's so true. Like realtors and even like, honestly, stay-at-home moms, people that work from home are definitely animal people. Most most people that work from home definitely prefer that if they are animal lovers. So being able to see a business owner and your team very comfortable with animals and working around them brings such security and safety as well, which is, it's beautiful to see. So um, yes, I do love those selfies. Um, so I'll let you kind of keep going, but that we'll definitely be posting those in the group later to show you all as selfies. Yeah. I love uh, lady said, lady said it brings like the level of sales down and down. It's like, Oh, he hangs out donkeys and horses, horses. And, um, but, um, but anyway, the not, but, um, so, so it started out years ago. We got, we got a phone call, phone call, which kind of year two in the business. <clears throat> I got our information, typical, you know, phone script and services she wanted. So I got her her name, her phone, her address. Um, at the end of it, she um, it was, I think it was a house wash is all she wanted. Um, um, gave her the price, phone, um, um, and she said, too expensive, I'm going through, I'm going through treatment, and she hung up. And uh, no, that was like a bomb, a bomb dropped to me. I didn't deal with that. So so the next couple of days, I would just call her because I wanted to get in, in touch with her, and she wouldn't answer the phone at all. Um, so I have her address, so I, I just scheduled that time there, and I knocked on her door, door you know, real. I, I was nervous. I didn't know what to do or what, how the conversation was going to go. Um, but I got to know her, know her after, you know, by sitting chatting with her on her, on her porch. And I just got the idea of, well, she, we'll do what she wanted for free, free. And uh, yeah, it was a, a moment, not only for, like for the, the business and the trajectory that we're about to step into, but personally, like being able to help somebody. I've never been in that role before where I had like a direct neck, you know. Sometimes when you're a foundation or an organization, you never see the the direct, direct effects to like who your your market market or your target is, um, um, and so after she kind of kind of told people and it spread by word. And we didn't have we didn't have a name for it. What, uh, what it is now, what it is now, and uh, and that um, we were doing that on like a Friday. So we just throw a house or two in with the gutters, house windows, whatever they needed. And then uh, I was at ResponsiCon last year, and Megan knows I'm known known to wear pink shoes around sometimes. I'm sports. <laughs> And then uh, I didn't know who did it at the time, but she walked, she walked over her pink jacket. And she goes, oh, I love your, love your shoes. I was like, oh, I have a jacket. And I'm so glad who she was because I would have been so nervous to talk to her, talk to her. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're, we're chatting uh, about clothing and nothing really relevant. She's like, oh, I got to go speak. I'll be back. Let's catch up afterwards. I'm like, who is this person? So, so I go sit in the, her little, her session. It was just like so powerful how, how what she's, because she's doing, obviously, obviously the same thing for interior. Yeah, but she went step on how you can market, market it vanity before for how to business with it, and it really like a profound like for some like for me it's like where do we want the business to go to go. At the time we were leaving like the residential world to go more commercial, um, as most people do. Um, but then we had to reevaluate and kind of say well, if we stay back a little little bit more residential with people. So I'm going to pause real quick, Tyler, because I want to sure. recap all of that. And we might have you take your headphones off because it seems like it's doing a little bit of a dual. Um, yeah, we're having audio. some feedback still. Some feedback still. So as I recap, we'll just kind of have you take the headphones off and, t and test that out and see if sure. it works. Um, Sorry. 
No. So um, as far as what Tyler was saying, he had the opportunity to be able to go and Oh, nope. I think that's still echoing a little bit. We might just need to turn the computer volume down a little bit. It's, it's off. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. What do you think, Megan? I heard you say something. Sorry. No, I feel like the headphones are better because there's less feedback, but it's really hard to hear you, Tyler. Can we try a laptop? Maybe. Yeah, let's I'm be sorry. Honest, but right, let me see, let me it's Thank so stressful. Oh. So, I, well, while he's Re that, recap what he was sharing, because I feel like it's powerful. Yeah. It was such an amazing story. And if you could catch it, awesome. If not, I want to recap it. So, Tyler had a lady call in who was currently going through um, chemotherapy for cancer treatment. And once he had given her the price, it was a lot for her to handle. And it was definitely not something she was able to incorporate for her budget at that time. Um, so he kept trying to reach out, kept trying to talk to her because he wanted to figure out a way that he could help her through this time and help clean her home. Um, and eventually just showed up on the doorstep one day and said, I'm here to do this for you. And I'm here to clean this for you. And I, I hope I'm doing this justice for Tyler because it was, that's such an amazing, just, Feet of a human being to do to just do take initiative. Oh, yeah, awesome. So I was just saying how awesome of a human you are by <laughs> just taking the initiative and going to your client's doorstep and offering those services for free because that might scare a lot of people, but you changed that woman's life that day and really made an impact on her that she will remember forever um, because you were there for her in her time of need and. You did speak on seeing Debbie Sardone at Responsicon last year, oh, and you guys kind of bonded over some awesome clothing items. So, <laughs> um, as far as just to kind of quickly keep us on topic for my question, once that lady started talking to her friends and family and really started to get the word out that you were helping um, cancer patients in need with cleaning their home, how did that start to help the marketing plan on your side of the foundation well it it kind of did two things we were obviously we're getting business it was like free business so it kind of cost us because it was time you know chemicals things like that <clears throat> but it also kind of helped us in a trajectory of just the word of mouth because we were able to start marketing a little bit on our social media sites it wasn't like a landing page on our website yet it was more just uh, we would go out and clean a house and uh, we would take pictures with the owner if, if they were comfortable with it some people were really into it some were not um, mm -hmm. But it was fun when it became part of our website and kind of more of a, a profound social media thing because we got people from like out of state calling to take care of like their mom's house because they can't be there. And it was a weird way for families to kind of further connect and help somebody in a time of need when this medium really wasn't like a thing, you know, at least for the exterior cleaning world. You know, we, obviously Debbie and her team do a great job inside. I'm so glad I didn't know who she was. She's like the Michael Jordan of uh, the interior cleaning world. <laughs> She's incredible. We've had her on the show a couple times and she really is. I mean, she just has such an amazing personality and yeah, and such impact on that community as well. And and you're right, we don't really have that massive platform necessarily in the exterior world, but it sounds like you're doing a fantastic job of it. And just by sharing on your social media, having that on your website, having it as an option for people to know that if they are in that time of need, there is a business that is able to take care of them and help them through that is, like I said, so impactful for your local community in Tulsa and, and the greater Tulsa area. So, I mean, outside of, um, outside of the marketing, how many, I just kind of want to know how many people have you guys been able to help through this program? I don't track it a lot, but it's a lot. It's a lot of people, and it's good and bad. Like you don't want to see that many, many people sick or you know in a time of need. But when somebody went through treatment, like there's so many vigors that they go through, and I didn't see until like my my father-in-law went through it. He's fine. He you know he's a he's doing great. But to see such a strong person over a year's time, you know, if there's mental, physical, emotional vigors, um, it's a lot. So when we get to go help people. We, we love it, but it's fun getting to talk to other organizations. So somewhere close to Tulsa, it's called Owasso, Martha. You probably know where that's at. Um, it's called um, Stone Day Spa, where they do free massages for people going through treatment. So we're kind of partnering with other organizations around the Tulsa area to further kind of 
lend resources to people in need. So, and when I do somebody's house, I can recommend it to there, or we have other organizations that are really fun, like getting stuff back or just, you know, doing um, just treats for them, like a oh, nice day or go help them in any way they can. That's yeah, and there, there are several, we were in Owasso, that's where the office was, but there are several uh, maid services in your area and I can help you connect that offer those free services too. Absolutely. Yeah. And we're networking on Fight Club, everyone. Yeah, there you go. As if like we couldn't get any better, we just added this to the mix. Um, <laughs> so no, this is honestly, Tyler, I wanna just recap a few things because not only are you impacting the community with offering this to um, cancer patients, you're also networking and doing network marketing through this as well for your business. And that's huge to be able to connect these two together. Mm -hmm. You're also being able to promote this on your website and social media. And at the end of the day, you're helping people. Yeah. That's really at the end of the day, the major impactful thing, as I mentioned in the beginning, you're helping change someone's life by pressure cleaning their home and taking care of the exterior of their home. And that means so much to a lot of people. And if you are ever considering, if you're a listener and you're considering figuring out a way to add a nonprofit aspect to the business, there's ways that you can do it. And there's definitely amazing organizations that you can kind of work with or start your own and be able to start some type of fun to help the community around you. So I thank you for your time, Tyler, and I get to pass you off to Megan so you guys can geek out about spreadsheets and finances. <laughs> I'm putting links in because I'm like, okay, happy friend anniversary. We met at Responsicon, I think. So I'm putting the Responsicon link in case you'd like to meet a cool friend like Tyler. Uh, and then I put the link to washing with a purpose uh, because that uh, you have your form there. You kind of have frequently asked questions. You have a lot of stuff that's really uh, helpful there. And then we did mention Debbie Sardone and Cleaning for a Reason. So we'll get that link dropped in there yeah, also for inspiration. Jeff um, sat through that talk and he was like, I think that's one of the best talks I've ever heard at ResponseCon last year because it was very inspiring how like we, we do our charitable giving as individuals and it's like not natural necessarily to bring that into the business or to bring that into the culture, or to bring that in with the employees. And Debbie had just a very clear path of how you would do that because our businesses are an extension of us. Um, so yeah, I, I love that you brought that up. I, I could talk about that a lot. I think Michelle's <laughs> probably going to talk to you about it more. I want to just nerd out with you like we always do. Absolutely. Um, I, so I was like, well, what kind of fun spreadsheets have you been looking at lately? <laughs> uh, but then you started to mention, and I can hear you so much better now. Thank you for fixing that. No, that was, so you have really good things to say. And we want our listeners <laughs> to be able to hear you. So that was worth the shift, even though it was a little bit stressful. Um, you were saying at the beginning, you were starting to talk about membership and my ears just kind of perked up. So you're starting yes. to talk about like recurring maintenance mm -hmm. cleanings. So, you know, I selfishly want to go there, but if you have a cool spreadsheet that you want us to talk about, we can go there instead. You choose. <laughs> spreadsheet can be, it, it just, it can get so nerdy so quick. Uh, every time I'm, we're at a conference, like Megan and I, we go to like the huge response con or whatever it is. She always catches me in these moments of where I'm like in a, a work face my laptop in the corner like I was about to say like I always do and then I was like is that me being dramatic do I always but I'm glad that now you've said it it means it's it. real yeah. and like I'm a very inclusive person so like I'm at the bar drinking with a table of fun friends and I'll see Tyler like at a table in a corner but on his laptop and I'll like go over and be like hey do you want to come hang out and he's like well, I'm really grooving right now with the spreadsheet. And then I look over and I'm like, wait. And then I end up like leaving my table, the groove with him with his spreadsheet. Like, <laughs> and then this. people come and tell us like, Megan, what did you do? I was busy. Why'd you do that? <laughs> my favorite thing was oh. uh, Benji from uh, Breakthrough. He was like, dude, this is awesome. Have you thought about this code or this formula? And we kind of had a little bonding well, moment. So Breakthrough Academy has some epic spreadsheets. I, yeah, but I do love this. Uh, mm -hmm. You all, if you don't go to conferences, you need to go to conferences you because you do get those moments that can't be created online where you just end up in a bar, uh, yep. you know, hijacking somebody's work party at a table <laughs> um, with a spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, but enough about the spreadsheets. Let's talk about recurring revenue because I'm very interested in this. That's, that's the sexy part today. That is that's so, so sexy. Much. Yes. So I was briefly telling Megan, so we'll just go over. So I have a friend in Tulsa. He, he focuses on windows. So he's a, you know, kind of Megan's version of Tulsa down here. Um, doesn't do gutters, though, just windows. 
And he was, he's, he does really well month over month. He's growing, but he wanted to do a test. Um, I'm, I'm, let's pause. I'm so fortunate to be friends with like the, these people in Tulsa as resources and stuff. Cause we have these conversations all the time and I really love it. But anyways, we were talking about recurring where our businesses are going to go, you know, three and five years. He's like, I'm going to do a test in November. Um, everybody, every new lead, um, we're not going to take them um, unless they agree to doing some kind of maintenance schedule for their windows, you know, three, six annually, whatever they need. And it wasn't like contracted or written down or they didn't have to sign anything. It was more of like an expectation discussion when these calls would come in. And he got 50 new leads and he said 48 of them agreed to it. So, and it was a situation where he didn't need the clients, but it was like, it's a great time to test the market. And we're both going into our off seasons together. And um, so it got me really considering, because we were thinking about doing it for guttering. Because we love cleaning gutters so much. The ROI is perfect. Um, kind of similar to like window cleaning. And there's not a lot of cost. Um, so I've been doing it. We've had 15 calls in the last, um, it's about eight days. And all 15 have agreed to do recurring gutter maintenance on a six-month schedule. So I gave it to, you know, my friend for doing the, I guess, the brave work. <laughs> so I was like, if he can do it, I'm going to try it. <clears throat> so that's where we want to go. And then there's a lot of automation that goes behind it. But it's almost, the model's so good, you can almost make it a standalone business if you wanted to. You know, you, if you center around, like, responsibility as your hub of communication for your follow-ups and feeding your CRM, it can, it can almost be a standalone business. I feel like you're like teeing me up. Do you know, do you know <laughs> this or do you not know this? I may or may not have started a new business last month, uh, this month. I don't know, blurs together. It's called Service Ally. And Service it? Ally is a plug-in to Responsibid where we will build out a recurring membership program for you, leveraging Responsibid. <laughs> Did you, like, was, that, was that a commercial for that? Or how did that happen? <laughs> Your first client. Well, oh so what does gosh. it do? So we, because this has been the pain point. So for three to four, maybe five years, it feels like my whole life. I don't know. My adult life. My adult life at Jeff Lex Cleaners. I've been obsessed with this idea of like, we pay so much money for our customer to come one time, but then we don't have any systems to support them to come back to us. And so I would incentivize my office team to say like, hey, Mrs. Jones, if you schedule more than one cleaning at once, we can give you a discount because we learned from maid service that cleaning clean is efficient. And that's how we do maintenance cleans, right? And if you clean clean, then it shouldn't take as long. And so we can pass along those savings to you. So we've, we've been doing that for a long time. I kept getting stuck though in the workflow. Like yes. then it was dependent on Mrs. Jones to call us back or on us to remember to call Mrs. Jones when she wanted to. And then Mrs. Jones would say, oh, you know, they're still clean, I'm good. <laughs> and then we'd be like, but Mrs. Jones, remember how we had this whole thing about how you save money because we're gonna keep it clean and to keep it clean, we gotta clean it. And she was like, yeah, but they're, they're clean. <laughs> and we got stuck. So mm -hmm. we kind of backed off because we were really heavily incentivizing both the client and the staff to sell it. And it was really hard to support. So uh, last year in January, I had a similar revelation as your buddy um, in Tulsa, although it sounds like he's much braver. So I want to, or she, <laughs> they are braver. I would like to mm -hmm. meet them. Um, I was like, I need to formalize this, but I have to use responsibility. You know, I'm like, Nothing can get on a calendar without responsibility. And so um, we had to build, it's not simple. It's super complex, but it involves Zapier and Airtable and JotForm. But basically we formalized it so that there's service agreements now. So when Mrs. Jones says that, she actually pays us money. She pays us $49 a year to get into this recurring membership program to get access to the discounted pricing and to the, you know, the painless uh scheduling mm -hmm. and um she so she pays us money and she signs that this is the frequency that she would like and then that creates this whole automation that leverages uh responsibid and it started to add in some kpi visualizations so we built out like a uh and we're selling it on the front end like your friend i think there are a lot of companies that will say mrs jones how was your window cleaning and then she says, it was great. And then they say, would you like to schedule your next one? And you can get on a recurring service and you'll save money. And I'm like, I'd rather just do that first time. Like that's the late. kind of client I want. Let's do it in the beginning, not in the end. You can do it in the end too, if they had said no, but do it in the beginning. So it's a front end sale um, and it's working. In the beginning, before we added 
like the signature and the credit card and all that, we were converting about 40%. So our conversion rate was not as good as yours. Yours is a hundred percent based on what I just put in the chat. Yeah. Um, we were about 40%. Now we're down to about 10% um, because we've added a couple of friction points. So I'm currently optimizing that in terms of like, how many clicks do we need? How much information do we need? Responsive bid, uh, this is turning into a big monologue response to commercial, but uh, <laughs> the response of it has changed when you say, thanks, we've accepted your bid or something. I've changed my ending page that it goes straight to the jot form now. Okay. So they can just put in, they can sign the service agreement now. Anyway, the, the idea is, here's the idea I think that Tyler's sharing is that we're putting a fence around this customer because we want to clean them. Like we want to have an intimate relationship with them. We want to, okay, not intimate, but like, you know, we want to know the name of their dogs and their ponies and like their kids. And we want to go back to that house multiple times. Um, Tay, you built this out too for washing because you and Tyler are in very similar industries, right? Yeah. Um, I would say we definitely ran into a similar issue of, the navigation post agreement, right? Like post saying, yes, I'm totally down for this. Same thing, like you would call them. I am I always called them personally. Um, that was just my way of keeping that touch on it. Um, and I would say about 50% of our clients were perfectly fine. Um, say we had 100 that signed up for the service, 50% would continue, no problem. The other 50 would normally fall into the categories you said that were oh, uh, well, everything kind of looks clean still. I don't know if I really want to go forward with it. So what we actually started doing was instead of doing the front sale for power washing, we did it um, with an initial clean. And then from there, they have their options of discounts after that for their maintenance clean. So that way we know for sure it's being cleaned to our standard um, no matter what the first time. And then from there, they have their opportunity to lock in their discounts for the future. How are you trying to sell it, Tyler? Are you selling you're selling it up front to the new gutter? It's, front on. it's, it's part of the expectation yeah. discussion. And the best part is whenever we go we go do Mr. Jones' house and we already had the discussion on the phone. And what we're done, like you know, it's gutters, uh, we'll say, hey, you're if you want to do six months or an annual, I would just talk about the date right then. And then on my phone or, or the iPad and response a bit, I, I close it and then I just reschedule it right then um, for their date and they get an email right away. And it's also my calendar because it connects to our, you know, our Google calendar. So it's really convenient for us right there. But I can see it to a point where it's going to be tedious at the end of the day to kind of come back and do that process. But right now it's working, but I know long term it's not really scalable. Well, it might be it might be scalable. It, I think that the cool part that you're doing, though, is you're building confidence, right? Like turns out like one of the huge things I learned this year is if you ask how often would you like your gutters cleaned? It's they'll insane. actually say three months. Yeah. And I was offering annual, right? Like, so I, that was like a really fun <laughs> thing to be like, oh, I wasn't actually helping my client because they actually wanted me to come every three months. And I didn't even have the courage to ask them about that, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, well, oh. and then the, the beauty, I don't want to cut you off, but I know no. your favorite part about it too is like you're filling your, your like slow seasons with these options, right? By like them telling you what they want now you can fill your February and we like we fill our summer based upon these clients and that's our slow season compared to other places in the nation where summer's booming. Mm -hmm. We like drop off big time, but we're able to fill those because of this recurring option. So I'm like very competitive with myself and I feel like it's not a success yet, but I, I do have $275,000 worth of recurring work on the calendar for next year. That's insane. That wasn't there last year. And mm -hmm. they're all with signed service agreements that have paid me $49 that are my like VIPs of my window cleaning company. And I never knew how to like pumpkin plan window cleaning clients. And now I'm like, oh, I can kind of see it. There's a list. Like <laughs> uh, the Mrs. Joneses have names and right. I actually know their properties. And now like our challenge is to build out custom company cam lists for that property because we're going there more often, right? And oh, now I can answer the question of what is the, you know, the average lifetime value of a customer? I didn't, I didn't know before because it was a reactive model. So mm -hmm. I'm excited for you as you're building out this proactive model. Um, I'm happy to introduce you to my, my partner, Andrew Miller, who built it out for me. It's, it's complicated, but I think you're on the right track. You got to start somewhere and then like, Tay, you're going to figure out your own iteration. Um, and then leveraging the technology, I think has been helpful. Cause for me, I felt like if I was promising Ms. Jones to come back, I needed to build a system to ensure that I would actually come back.
right? right. And I was going to come back at the right time. Uh, in that $275,000, I really did push a lot into February and a lot into August. So the goal was to fill in those valleys of those low months. Um, mm -hmm. They're not full. They're not going to keep my team busy, but every year it's just going to get better. Mm -hmm. And I figured out that at my current average ticket, it's an 800 member model to have a million dollar company which really changes your whole mindset. You're like, I really just need 800 Mrs. Joneses to get to where I want it to be. Now I have like 10,000 clients, so I don't want to alienate 90%, but, <laughs> but it, it makes you a little bit less scared and a little bit more brave or me personally, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I'm excited. So we're going to nerd out about this afterwards. We're going to have a mini work party, Tyler and I, where Absolutely. he's going to show me what he has and I'm going to show him what I have and then Ooh. we're going to figure it out. Uh, and then we're going to go to ResponseCon. Oh yeah. And Tay, and then we're going to go to ResponseCon and we're going to like show it off to everybody else. That's right. Um, I love that. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts about, oh, I have one. And I hope if you do too, I think that the future, your friend in Tulsa is the future. I think the future is getting brave enough where I say, I'm not doing one-off cleans anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I only want that relationship with Mrs. Jones. Do, and that's can how, you see that Tyler? Can you see absolutely. that getting there? Yeah. And it's weird how we'll, we'll hear something and we'll just let it set for a second. And it's like, it just seems so obvious. It's like, I just needed somebody just to put it in front of me for a second and uh, we'll take it from there kind of thing. But the, the best part of the recurring is you're creating like this, you know, I love, you know, the Apple, and I love Starbucks and I love looking at different models of pricing, but Apple does so well of like they create a little ecosystem. So I figured out a way with like response bid to kind of non-sales, they keep in touch with, you know, all of our active and inactive clients all the time without feeling like, hey, we offer gutter clean, blah, 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 give us money. Um, it's more just like soft touches, like little wellness checks. Um, we have a bunch of stuff that goes out at like three months, uh, four months, five months. It's just, you know, obviously we've typed them up. It says, hey, we're just Miss Jones. We're just checking on you. Your name came up in the, the shop the other day. Hope your family's having a great year. And it's kind of like those little soft things where we're not saying, you know, your upcoming schedule or our new services. It's just constant soft touches. So when they think on oh, the windows, the gutters, they, you know, we're, we're in this little bubble with them. And even with like jobbers made it really fun. So all of our reoccurring people then go on and see their, their own client portal. It's like they feel like they're a part of this little hub um, without being like overwhelmed by the experience. It's just more effortless for them, you know, and that's kind of the goal is just make it as easy for people to schedule and things like that as possible. So that's what we love for response bid. I'm going to say it a hundred more times. Oh, I love it. I feel like it's good. Um, I love that. Last week we had Chirp on and that was Tay's homework was like, mm -hmm. think about your customer experience, audit your customer experience. And I, Tay, I thought about my homework all week. Like, you know, we think about it so often from our perspective of automations and systems. Mm -hmm. so we're going to go to Michelle and she's going to talk about that. But like, mm -hmm. take a step back and think about Mrs. Jones. Like, how does she feel? What is her experience when she's getting automations from your from your company, you know, mm -hmm. what, what is that like? Um, I love it. Okay, I'm gonna pass you to Michelle uh, and she's gonna talk to you about systems. She's like, she's unmuted like three times. She's like, I'm ready, Megan, let me, I'm in. Let me yeah. in. I'm climbing the mountain with you guys. Okay, Tyler, you said one thing called jobber and you said portal. Explain to me what the customer sees and how they interact with kind of the timeline of their information. Cause I think a lot of people would love to know how that works. It's really interesting. So um, once they're a client of ours, the invoice goes out and we send it through job or CRM and it creates a portal for every one of our clients. So when they, they, they click the link, they make a little, um, I think they just put their name in and it shows all their past history work, the pricing, the dates of service. And so it's a full breakdown of their, their experience with those financially. Yeah. So they can look back and see all, all our house washes and have never gone up in price. Um, so we kind of honor pricing like that if they're reoccurring. Or they can say, oh, when's the last time I have my gutter clean? And if they don't want to call or text, they can get on their little portal and then click through their previous jobs and see what was done. It was It's really interesting. Um, it's, it's really convenient for commercial clients because um, yeah. they can see what's paid, not paid kind of thing. Um, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Okay, beautiful. That was just my one little dork out for the technology part. I'm on your website and you have a ton of articles. It looks like you may be a Mike Michalowicz. <laughs> sort of they uh, uh, you, you may be a Mike Michalowicz guy you may be a uh, they ask you answer guy I mean mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of intel here on your page tell me how you get these articles done because this kind of can stop people like Absolutely. how can you get this information onto your website if you're just starting out and you don't have anything like this and then explain why it's so important to your customers and to your website performance because I think that's important too 
it's a mix of both. Primarily, I did it for like just front or on-page SEO work. So um, we our season is getting slow now. So December to January is kind of our we still work, but it's not full time, ten hour days. So there's there's periods typically Thursday or Friday. I'll take a day and I'll just write articles or work on SEO and just really? see the performance of the website because it's really important to obviously rank well in Tulsa. Sure. There's not a lot of people doing it, um, but I I really enjoy having the page authority on Google, you know, being the top three map pack or the, the number one organic saves us a bunch of money on clicks and in in season. Um, but it's all based off of one, informing the client, if they don't want to reach out, phone, you know, email, things like that. There's a bunch of fun videos and pictures and really interactive articles so they can see us working and kind of going through the process of driveways or houses or, you know, they can see it all. Yeah. And I love, I think this is just a commentary. I love the fact that your picture is in a lot of stuff. I think for some business owners, even me sometimes, and I'm on camera a lot, it's scary to continue to put my image out there for people. So I love the fact that you're not afraid of that. And people are getting to know you because I see the images and it doesn't look like, oh, this is the Tyler show. It looks like I want to know this guy and do work with him. Do you know what I mean? And so for the customer, we really have to get outside of our comfort zone and put a lot more about who we are, I think, on the website. Was that purposeful? Tell me about that. Yeah. And it was something Tay mentioned last year. And I, I hate to paraphrase the conversation, but it was just about being likable overall. Yeah. And she's the one of the reasons we do animal pictures so much. One, our customers love seeing their animals on our social media. It's like this weird <laughs> intrinsic reward for them. And me too, I love the animals. But it just brings further like the, the sales defense wall down. It's like it makes it more uh, relationship over transaction, something I say almost daily to everybody. Because um, we're not there for the money. It's like the byproduct of what we do. You know, sure. getting the customer and building the relationship is what grows the business. Um but that's, that was really it. Just like, I, I love being as personable and likable as possible. Cause when I'm by myself, like in the office, you know, doing stuff, I'm really introverted, really quiet and awkward. Yeah. But for something about when we talk about the business, it's like, I, I, I love it so much. It's easy to get excited <laughs> and you know, enthusiastic about, but once this computer goes off, I'm in like, you know, my hoodies on, I got pearl <laughs> gray everywhere. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So I think it's important that everybody hear that, that it may not be something you're comfortable with, but it's good to push through. Right, Tyler? Exactly. Yeah. Good to push through. Okay. And tell me about the process. Cause you said another thing you said, you spend certain days doing certain things. What is your sort of general time block calendar look like for as a business owner to be able to perform really well? Because a lot of guys may not set aside the time to do these articles or they may not have it. Uh, built into their schedule. Tell me kind of what a Tyler week looks like. So we can, let's just, if it was like full season, you know, full go, um, traditionally in the field about eight hours. Um, but I have so much automation around us as far as like the office systems and the follow-ups through, um, you know, things like response bid or, or our CRM. A lot of the office stuff is done for me, which is really convenient. Cause I'm one of our biggest whys is I don't want, you know, I don't want, well, seven figure business. I don't want nine trucks. That's not what makes me happy. It's not it's just time. It's quality of time. So I have to figure out ways to let systems work around me constantly to give my mind the mental freedom to really work on the business or in the business, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's good. What that's what it comes down to. I don't, and that took a lot of soul searching. I think everybody goes to that, that period of again. Can you, for the note yeah, speaker, that was really weird. profound. It was like, yeah, it's not beautiful. just time. It's quality of time. Say that again. Yeah. That was Poetic. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. Well, there, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. We, whenever we talked about their wine, I credit this to Bennett Grove. If you guys ever met Bennett, he was a conquer coach of. Um, I was I was in the level up program. I tell you, you might know him. Yeah. Killer guy, and you know, I was fortunate to work with him for twelve weeks about business development and things like that, and understanding what you want from your business and your whys. And uh, we didn't talk about cleaning anything ever. Um, like ten percent of our was about development or you know how to go to commercial. But 90 plus percent of what we talked about was like mental hurdles or self-limiting doubts or things like that. And what's what's your real why? And figuring out there's a lot of ego to some pe people's answers. You know, I went into the business, you know, four years ago. I was like, I want seven figures and nine trucks. And that was a lot of that was covering from like ego vanity stuff. Like I didn't really want that. I just thought I wanted that because everybody else did. Yeah. Um, but what I've discovered is now my why is. It's time. And, and I say not just time, it's really quality of time. So we have to get things working around us to give us this mental freedom of we're not, you know, working in a truck all day and then spending four hours at a desk. Um, 
I feel like I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. No, it's so good. It's beautiful. No, it's great. It's so good. Okay. So a, a good sort of overall broad brush stroke of what a week looks like, like Monday through Friday, just so people can fill out what they need to kind of squeeze in to get their website to look like this and to Absolutely. have some of that mental freedom, please. Yeah. So a lot of the website work happens in the off season. Um, I try not to spend too much time on it in season because there's so much going on anyways. Um, yeah. So typically December and January are slower months. So we'll have like two or three days where there's no work. So I'll just spend time in the office doing a, a bunch of on-page, off-page SEO, writing a bunch of articles. And the website company I'm really fortunate with is I can write, you know, 30 articles and just schedule them to be posted out um, on our That's website great. and schedule maintenance. Uh, one is good for Google. It helps your performance out because it shows you're constantly updating it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but then I don't have to worry about it. It's kind of like off my list. My mind's free to move on to other things. <clears throat> so Monday and Tuesday is typically just doing office stuff balancing all of our P&Ls, doing budgets for next year, um, like meeting with CPAs. I have a meeting today with our accountant for year-end stuff. Um, but then there's typically Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is like on-site kind of days. Love it. Love it. That was so helpful. So helpful. I'm going to pass you off to Martha. She's going to talk to you all about the cool people that you work with, and I can't wait to hear more. Thank you so much. This was really good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So, um, Normally, Tyler, I talk to people about their employees and I want to talk about that a little bit, but I think we're going to spend some time on the customer journey, which people too. Um, but I did want to mention that uh, what I found with Cleaning for a Reason is that our staff loved participating in that program. And I'm sure you found that with your employees as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. very rewarding. Yeah. You know, and they say millennials like to have a purpose. I think everybody likes to have a purpose, right? And, uh, you know, it's a really cool, some of our employees don't get as much opportunity as we do as entrepreneurs to give back. And this is a way that we've kind of built it into our culture that they can give back. Um, I understand they're getting paid and all that, but still it feels good. Um, and I will say as somebody who's been through chemo and all that, what I think one of the reasons that cleaning itself, whether it's outside or inside, feels so good is that your life feels a little out of control and you feel sort of helpless. And having people come in and kind of reset and and just that clean, it feels good. And I was always very happy to be part of that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing I wanted to say, they probably, you guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but you mentioned the pet selfies. We <laughs> would about twice a year run an employee contest around pet selfies and we made it a contest, but it was just for fun. And uh, our clients love that. So you, listeners, uh, if you have a home service business, that's a fun thing to do because your employees should love it. I mean, I always tried to hire people who had pets mm -hmm. and particularly your clients love it because we love our pets and to see somebody <laughs> that you're trusting to come to your house, treat your pets well it just is that extra warm fuzzy. So any other comments to that? Anything that you've seen that was successful before we move on? Uh, no. And the pets are always a thing. It's a, it's a fun topic to discuss. There was a situation earlier this summer. I thought um, I was thought I was at this person's estate by myself. There was nobody there. I knocked on the door, no cars. And I'm just washing, you know, washing the house like we agreed on. And um, they have a bunch of dogs, a bunch of pugs. And this lady caught me playing with like nine of them on the ground. Like I'm a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm, I'm on my knees and there's dogs all around me. My, my hose and guns over there. 
And she's like, hey, did you meet the crew? And I'm like, oh my God, like, what an embarrassing moment. But she she thought it was really funny. <laughs> did you yeah. see Michelle and Tages freak out? They are pug lovers. There are was they? lots of love for the listeners. There was like silent excitement on the screen just now. <laughs> but uh, well, it's been good. Stuff like that's fun though. It's not, it takes the defense wall down. You know, it's not salesy. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I'm in the same area. So we would get, pictures with goats and just all kinds of things that then you could showcase your employees and, and your clients with pets. So it was great. Um, but we're going to get, we're going to get the boot pretty soon. So let's get to the customer journey. And there was something that you mentioned a few times in it feeling effortless for the client. Um, and again, they've heard me say like, I've had a recurring service with our heat and air people and I didn't renew it this year because I have to call them to get that service scheduled. And I, my feeling as a customer is like, why the heck am I in a subscription? Exactly. If I have to do the work, you know? And uh, so anyway, let's talk about, some of the things that you do to make that customer journey effortless. So when they're going, a prospective person's looking at the website, you're already making it effortless because they can do a lot of their fact finding on your website. There's, there's two things. So Megan and I had a really <clears throat> fun chat earlier this year. Um, it was about like the HVAC model specifically uh -huh. um, recurring, um, how easy it is should be to scheduling, things like that. So we wanted to implement that as much as possible. So we started with just like the user experience in general, how easy is our, you know, our online response fit set up for our website, how easy it for us to do it on site with them. Um, things like that. So we want to take all those pain points and friction spots out, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> the point is for somebody to, we have a, it's part of our slogan is 30 second online quote. In, in about 30 seconds, 45 seconds, they should be able to get a price for their house or their gutters, whatever it is. Cause we have it all, you know, obviously set up in the back end. We want to make it as easy as possible just to get them. And that's the, that's the biggest mm -hmm. struggles. Once we get them, we have them in our little ecosystem. It's really easy for us to maintain those clients. Um, and it's it's tough to get them because we, we do charge probably more higher than most people do in Tulsa. So once we get them, like they're so valuable to us and we've spent so much money to get them. We've got to keep that going. So for the gutter cleaning stuff and it's still and it's like infant part of you know our reoccurring. And so we're making systems and figuring out speed bumps. A lot of it is just when we're on site with somebody or it starts with the phone call. It's like the expectation of um, we, we do gutters. We prefer to get you on a maintenance schedule like that spiel. Uh, so once we go to their house, we perform the services. We don't give them an option verbally like, oh, well, is this something you still want to do? We don't we go right to scheduling. So when the, right. we finish somebody's houses, we say, oh, it looks like we have you set for May 1st. We'll send you an email, just a confirmation. And um, this it takes out the thought of there's an option to it, but in a very friendly, like a likable way. It's like we're, we're right. happy here. We can't wait to come back in May. Um, and then right then in response to it. I'm closing that job out, sending the, you know, the testimonial ask, and then I'm coming back and scheduling it for whatever the date is. So then they're getting a follow-up email right away saying, Hey, we'll be there, you know, whatever the date is, but it's as easy for everyone operationally. Um, our guest experience is smooth. Cause it's just like you were saying, Martha, nobody wants to call me. It's like, Hey, just a reminder. I need my house done. <laughs> like, that's going to make somebody really upset. Like, that's annoying. Think about right. the dentist. Do you, do you call the dentist and be like, hey, I feel like it's been a while since I've been there, but my teeth, they're getting dirty. Like no one does that, right? The dentist calls you or sends you a postcard or texts you, right? Right, right. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, we're we as a customer, we don't know what your policies are and we don't know how you should run your business. So if I'm to call up and you tell me, so, you know, we do it this way, this way, this way, I'm most likely as the customer going to go, awesome. That mm -hmm. sounds great. And I think as business owners, we're too afraid to implement some of this stuff that we know is best for the client for whatever reason that we tell ourselves in our head. 
you know, and membership is a good recurring service is a good example of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's 100 percent the direction we're going. I was looking at the numbers late last night and we have just a little over six figures and just reoccurring. We didn't have this last year. Reoccurring wasn't a thing. It was all paid marketing, paid clicks, you know, right. pay to play. Um, but we've I've taken there's three different models. So we wanted like the Apple feels of the ecosystem. Starbucks has this. I, I did pricing for food and beverage for way too long, but Starbucks is the only one that they do yield management on their menus. And so we implemented that to our systems too. like really good systems are scalable to different industries. So for like a Frappuccino and that, that price fluctuates about 40 percent, depending on the season or the call for the service. So people don't know that about Starbucks, their menus, their prices change every month. So summertime, frappuccinos go up when the call is down, you know, they're lowering prices to push higher prices for like teas and warm things. So we do the same thing on our end for like, you know, we have seasonal gutter cleaning windows. Everything's ebbs and flows of our, you know, a little bell curve of each service. So I monitor that heavily to set up my marketing calendar correctly. So we did some testing in 2022. So 2023, it's, it's full implementation of our marketing calendar and pricing. So responsive, makes it easy because responsive, it's awesome. <laughs> I, can you please share your responsive yes, link? I, I feel like you've it. said it like a hundred times. You deserve some free responsive from this fight club. Well. Just put, it, put it in the chat so that I can share it out. That is fantastic. Also, uh, can you come back? Tay, can we do like a workshop with Tyler yes. about marketing uh, calendars around yield management? Jesus. I'm going to be now going. I'm in. How do okay. you feel about presenting at uh, the quality giving <laughs> conference? Like that marketing piece right there. I'm like, he saved it till 52 minutes in, and then he's like, <laughs> "What?" In my back pocket, like, what? Let's let's like it's that's only sexy to like us. Like people don't want to talk about marketing calendars and absolutely. Oh my gosh, no! Marketing is sexy to everybody, and then you add numbers, and it's like hyper sexy. Oh, uh, especially when you get some years of data to like support it. It's like. The answer is where you think like, oh, my my Facebook or my my thumbtack, whatever it is, you think it's bad until you put the numbers together. You're like, those services killed. ROI is like eight to one. What are we doing? All the money. Take all the money. Yeah. I have a fight with a painting company right now about this. I feel like I need to learn more immediately about yield management. Is there a book that you could recommend around this? Uh no, just no, it's just your brain. Okay, well, we're no, just I'm gonna... hearing a workshop with Tyler. On... Workshop with Tyler on marketing calendars around yield management. Yep, that's yeah. gold. I, okay, so I see Michelle getting nervous over there. Love so it. No, I'm um, good. I'm good. Uh, I tell you what, we're gonna fast forward, and I I want you to talk about like you've taken care of the customer, you've delivered service. How do you wrap that up in a feel good way? You mean in terms of like follow ups, like over the. Yeah, like um, tell me, and I guess it doesn't have to be the wrap up, but tell me, how do you make your customer feel well taken care of? And that could be a long topic, but we're going to make it a short topic. No, it can be, but I think it's it's very simple. I think a lot of things in businesses, especially early on, we, we tend to mentally over make it things more difficult than they need to be. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is just like this really soft touch ups that I, I really like to do and they have the best feedback. So we've all experienced like we send follow ups and there's like no replies from our clients and stuff, which is really frustrating. Or you think you've misworded something and you get really like this analysis paralysis with it. Um, but I get the best returns from clients from like uh, they email back and say, hey, I hope your family's doing good, too. It's those little soft touch ups about mm -hmm. non-sales at all. Right. It's just like two sentences. Hey, Miss Jones, your name came up in, the, in the, the shop the other day. We hope your family's having a great year. Like this is literally one of my emails I send at three months. And a lot of them reply back saying, oh, we're, we're doing great. Thanks for thinking of us to that extent. And they're replying back to us, which is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if they're confident enough to do that, then you're kind of in that like that friend family vibe at that point. Uh -huh. So I don't know how much more cool. good you can do with that as far as like um, just just the relationship, because it's always relationships yeah. over transactions. Yeah, I was going to say that's the biggest thing I've heard from you in answering Martha's question is you've humanized the business like you've made it have its own personality, its own feeling, its own relationship yeah. with your clients. And I, I can't like preach that enough. Like it's so important and like it, it shows, like it adds so much value 
to the clients because they're no liking and trusting you so much more by having yeah. that human aspect to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And I think we all have heard the no like trust, but have you really analyzed your whole customer journey and looked at, you know, in each part of the customer journey, how you're inserting that no like and trust because it's not an accident that that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. We love it. And, and a lot of our people, they, they really like our Facebook stuff. Um, our social media is fun because for some reason we work in this realtor world and that's a big section of our business is getting like their, their listings ready for their MLS date or, you know, whatever it is they need done. Um, but they, they have such, all of them individually have such a large social media following and audience whenever they share stuff it's just like a, obviously it's free marketing but it reaches a ton of people so if you right. do your social media right make it feel soft and easy and fun it almost does the work for you on the back end that's so great yeah. that's that awesome that's awesome well uh i will be following up <laughs> and uh and anyway you'll get an opportunity <laughs> all, all, oh yeah <laughs> who are you talking about <laughs> we're all gonna be stuck <laughs> all, uh, uh, all right i'm gonna pass it back to tay who's gonna rein us in from this fun and right. uh and we'll wrap it up awesome well at this point in the show we're gonna go ahead and give you guys homework super quick here so tyler you're more than welcome to give homework um at the end um we'll go around first real quick please only choose one piece of homework that's all we ask of you each week in just putting what you hear on the show into action. So whatever speaks to you, just choose one piece of homework and we're going to jump right into it. So marketing is going to be pretty simple this week. I challenge you to take a selfie with an animal on a property. <laughs> yes. End of story. That is your homework. Enjoy. And I want to see them everywhere. Even tag us. Tag Fight Club in it. We want to see them. Like tag us in them. We want to be able to see these posts. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, no, I'm like, ah, that's a good one. I'm typing. I'll finish <laughs> typing in a second. Uh, finance homework. I challenge you to do what Tyler did this month. And he was, he got courage from a friend. And I love that you, you're networking with a friend with a complimentary business in his service area, right? They're not competition. They're complimentary. And uh, his friend kind of challenged him for the month of November. I'm going to ask everybody. I'm going to sell only maintenance plans. I'm not going to sell one-off services. So for you, I'm going to, I like what Tyler did and said, what Tyler says, like this week, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to offer mm -hmm. it on the front end and I'm going to offer them one month, three month, six month and annual. Now my, my partner, Andrew Miller is saying, I have to take off my annuals now because they're so Ooh. heavily weighted towards the higher frequency that mm -hmm. he, he wants to see what the data would look like if we didn't have annuals on the menu. But your challenge this week is when you're in, if you're not answering the phones anymore, train your CSR to do this, but is when you're talking with your clients, you need to just offer. And what we say is we're the experts. So we say, Mrs. Jones, we actually recommend semi-annual cleanings to keep those gutters cleaned. We they'll, they'll never get full if we clean them twice a year. So it actually doesn't matter when we come, right? So when you're on the phone, I want you to work on your phone script and just offer more frequent services of your current service offerings to your clients this month and then maybe track it like have your csr take little tallies of how many people said yes and how often they said yes and that data will probably give you some courage to make different decisions over the next year Ooh, good one and your systems homework is to help you create articles not all of us are good at typing long beautiful uh, odes to our business, but a lot of us can talk into our phone. So I'm going to put a link for Otter, which is a really easy, free way that you can just record your voice. It turns it into a transcript and boom, you've got an article. So you have everything in your mind as a business owner and just sharing it in little tiny chunks could fill up your articles for the entire year. You could do it in a couple of days. So I'm going to put the link in the resources um, in our Facebook group online. Okay, and I had to get off camera for a little bit to get this book, Never Lose a Customer Again, Ooh. because we were talking about the phases of the customer journey. And I feel like this author does a good job of breaking down the different phases of the customer journey. So you're going to take the phases and you can even go find an overview of the phases. Look at 
every one of those customer journey phases. And then um, how are you inserting the no like trust in each of those phases? So that's your homework. If you choose to do people homework. That's a lot of homework, Martha. It's good homework. But <laughs> it's that's not, like a year worth not. of homework. <laughs> I have done this stuff. It's not. Now, I, I, all I want you to do is think about where you're missing it. Okay. So that's just a step <laughs> of it. So, all right, Tyler, let's see if your homework gets criticized or not. <laughs> no, mine, mine's easy. So I just want everybody just to know their numbers. Just take some time when you're doing your budgets this year, get a glass of wine or three and just look at where your spend is going to be. And it, it's so valuable, especially when it comes to like looking at uh, your your sources of revenue when the real breakdown happens. It's really surprising. And it's, for me as well, and people I talk to, they always think that the ones that are doing the worst are typically the best ROIs. Um, but until you, you know, you see the math, it's not like Brandon Bond, you know, math is the path. Yeah. That's a big reason our business has grown so fast. Yeah, that's awesome. Love that. Awesome. Well, if someone else wants to uh, have a work party with you, as we all do, um, how would be, or let's just say, what would be the best way for them to get into contact with you, Tyler? Um, it's my email. I'm sure my email will be listed below. Feel free to send an email out. Um, we try to keep the phones, you know, emails easier. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then Tyler, we always end our show with a quote and I'm going to go ahead and quote you because you had a really good one. Um, and it is going to be, it's not just time, it's quality of time and making the mental space to work on your business. I loved that. That was so clarifying for all of our listeners. Thank you so, so much yeah, for joining great. us on Fight Club and everybody have a great day. Thank and you. We're, so yeah, we're, we're going to be dark. We're taking, yeah. a, we're taking a vacation for the holidays. Yeah, what? Yeah, we're going to go dark while. Yeah, we're going dark for the month of December and we'll be back in June. In the new year. Yeah, it's awesome. sounds good. Have a great day. Good luck with the parade, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, good luck, Michelle. Michelle. You Thank got you. this. Okay, bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks Tyler. Bye. See ya. Bye. Back with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.